0: Hello there, I am Declan and welcome to the Student View podcast, developed by students for the OVC community. This podcast has been recorded on Ghana land. We recognise and acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, past, present and emerging. The constant developments in technology are changing the way students learn, connect and interact every day. Currently, the employer demand for STEM qualifications and skills is high. STEM empowers individuals with the skills to succeed and adapt to the changing world. Today we have Miss Maya Williams here with us, our school STEM coordinator. Hello and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi Declan, thank you for having me.
0: So what's your background within STEM?
1: Um, well, I wanted to be a computer programmer even when I was about 10 years old. Wow, so, from 10? Yeah, I knew straight away when I was younger what I wanted to do. Um, my dad brought home this... Um, Brand new computer called Commodore 64. Right. And um, not many people actually had computers back then. Um, And then I started playing with it. I liked programming it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, the computers looked very different. There wasn't any (laughs) visual part on the screen, it was just lines of code. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm quite old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So couple of years later first game came out and it was something along the lines of space invaders where space you actually invaders. had like little lines on the screen and other lines that you had like a little dot that turned into a blob and then that dot would um kind of shoot up <laughs> vertically and kill other dots on the screen and that was about it now i was never interested in playing the game but i was interested in how it works and i was interested in yeah. making it so that's kind of where my love for computer science and programming came through. And then I realized also um, I can cheat on tests <laughs> by <laughs> programming my graphical calculator to give me formulas. Right. So I was 12. 12, <laughs>
0: and you were working that out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of where my passion comes through in terms of, I realized that computers can be very helpful, mm-hmm. very functional. Um, I started getting really good grades at school. (laughs) Wonder why. (laughs) Especially physics and maths. Yes, of course. (laughs) Um, And then I decided I wanted to attend um, specialised high school for computer science. Mm -hmm. Um, So we actually didn't learn much about anything else but computers, physics, mathematics. Um, And then, um, well... I did go to university. Mm-hmm. Uh, war started in my country. I had to move. Um, and then I kind of wasn't allowed to go to the same type of university in the other place where I lived as a refugee. Mm-hmm. And then finally I moved to Australia again as a refugee. And um, I decided, well, this is perfect opportunity for me to start all over. Um, so after I did uh, a short, intensive English course, I decided to get enrolled into university. And I went to Adelaide Uni, and I enrolled in computer science, and that was the best thing I did for myself.
0: How did I, you find it, like I suppose, translating from, like <laughs> how, how?
1: It was quite difficult at the beginning because um, I knew all the maths. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have a clue what people were saying. <laughs> That's difficult. So I practically used my knowledge in maths to learn what it means in English. Um, And I also made sure that all my friends were English-speaking people and I made sure that um, they correct me or they teach me English (laughs) when I didn't know. Um, I was constantly doing English courses in the evenings um, and I did English as a second language as well at uni which helped me heaps with writing, um, the structure, the genre, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, my English was atrocious even up in the fourth year when I did my honours project i remember my honours supervisor kind of turned to me when i submitted my first draft of my thesis <laughs> <laughs> and he said um i started crossing out your grammatical errors and after one page i stopped and he gives it to me and it's all crossed out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i had a number of people that were really helpful um, mm-hmm. that supported me with english um, but i was hard working i i had a couple of jobs, I continued doing English courses because I knew at the end of the day, I want to finish this, I want to start working as a computer scientist, and the only way I can work is if I understand people. Mm. Um, obviously, there wasn't any question of me finishing university, You know, yeah. I knew I was going to do that. Of course. Um, and yeah, I, I got a job three months before I finished university. And um, then I got another job and then I got a third job. So I was able to choose what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So the best um, or the, the choice that I liked the most was this job in UK. Yeah. So I decided to move to UK for a year um, and I thought I was paid quite well as a computer programmer. Um, and then after about six months, I became um, the kind of team leader for the software engineers, yeah. And after another six months or so, um, I became the project manager. So um, I worked directly with um, NHS, which is like our version of, um, also a UK version of Medicaid. Yeah, yeah, Um, It was a bit sexist, to be honest with you, because I would go to meetings with NHS and I would have um, this marketing guy from the organization that I worked for and they would always talk to him as he was the programmer and they would (sighs) direct all the questions to him. And then he would go, I don't have a clue what you're talking about. Why don't you talk to our main programmer here? Well, at
0: least he redirected. (laughs) I mean, that's
1: yeah, no, he was good like that. But yeah, so that's kind of where my love for STEM comes through. But that time that I worked in UK I ended up staying there for 10 years um, and working in the industry and that's where my love for STEM as like the, the holistic science technology mathematics actually comes th- comes from, um, when I realized how much of the science and mathematics is involved in any industry because being a computer scientist, you develop program for so many old, you know, different you know applications for so many different types of organizations. Mm you know, from pharmaceuticals to logistics to, you know, photography to dentists to, you know, we, we've developed so many different types of software. And there's mathematics in everything. There's science in everything. There's, you know, in every industry need some kind of engineering as a process. You know, it's, it's just amazing that our world actually revolves around STEM. Mm-hmm.
0: So, obviously, you're very dedicated, (laughs) hard-working. What's your best trait as an individual?
1: Stubborn, persistent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a Rottweiler. (laughs) Once I bite into something, I don't let go.
0: What motivates you?
1: A few different things, but, you know, it's stupid to say, but yes, success. (laughs) 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 I'm quite competitive, so winning um, seeing things through you know finishing something feels really really good I I love mathematics because sometimes I get stuck in a problem like even these days after I've been teaching it for a long time I still can get stuck with a problem that I can't see a solution straight away but actually working through it and then getting at the end and going oh that's what it is it's like it gives me some, you know, butterflies. Gratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Are you organised or organised chaos? Oh, desk, absolutely
1: chaos. Brain? Absolutely organised <laughs> chaos. <laughs> um, yeah, I think if my people in my office listen to this, they'll be laughing their heads off because <laughs> when you see my table, no, we actually can't see my table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you have any tips for studying?
1: Okay first tip is um, do your homework. (laughs) If if your teacher says there's homework here, yeah, do it. They say there's homework because they they don't want to destroy your life and kill your social life. They actually want you to continue working on something. Um, The continual work is the most important thing that somebody can do for whatever you're doing whatever whatever you're learning whether that's language or mathematics or whether you're doing some art but that continuation of something is the most important thing and that's where the science comes into because there's been a lot of research about how we learn you know how we memorize things and it's practically continual access to information. Mm -hmm. So if you learn something completely new, if you sleep overnight, you will lose about 50% of what you've learned. Right. You sleep the next night without repeating it, you will lose another half of what you learned. So five days later or three days later, practically you have no knowledge of what you learned three days ago, unless you kind of repeat it in some shape or form. And that's why think about learning languages you learn a Mm. word if you don't repeat it day after or day after it's gone you can't you can't remember anything like that and it's like that with anything in life Mm. so study habits keep doing it don't do something and then don't do it for a week because it will gone it will be gone
0: perseverance Mm. Mm, absolutely Now it's time for a fun trivia segment. If you're on Spotify, you can participate by typing your response below. No matter your guess, at the end of the episode, I'll reveal the right solution. You can play along wherever you are by recording in your notes, on your phone, or on a scrap piece of paper. We'll get Miss Williams to also have a guess at the trivia question. Which is the smallest planet within our solar system?
1: Um... Talking about planet, I can't remember whether Jupiter has been re—sorry, uh, not Jupiter. Um, um, Pluto has been reclassed as a planet. I've heard some conversation about it, but if it hasn't, then it should be Mars.
0: It Keeps bouncing back between yeah. being a planet, <laughs> being a planet, and not <laughs> or a dwarf planet. Whether it's a planet at all. Yeah. Now we're starting up a new segment. It's Would You Rather. So for those who haven't heard, the game is simple. I pin two objects against one another and the guest has to decide which one they prefer. You can play along with us. What do you rather? Are you ready?
1: Oh God, yes, go on. (laughs) Here comes my competitive spirit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather spend a day at the museum of your choice or spend the day at the store of your choice?
1: Oh, museum. I hate shopping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What type of museum?
1: Um, Natural History Museum, mm-hmm. Technology Museum number two. Um, the least liked would be some kind of art museum, but I, I still, it, even though I say the least like, I still enjoy them. I love mm-hmm.
0: them. Would you rather be the president of the United States or Bill Gates?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> who would want to lead U.S. people? Um. <laughs> Let's go with Bill Gates. I'm an Apple person, so that kind of hurts me, but yeah. Yeah,
0: Apple too. (laughs) Would you rather visit the moon or Mars?
1: Mm, That's a hard one. Martian is one of my favourite books. And I want to see how well the science in the Martian actually works on Mars. Mm. Hmm. I'd rather Mars, yeah.
0: Would you go with... Would you go with Elon or would you go with, who was it? Was it, um, Richard Branson? He's also, they're all in the space race at the moment, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they all are. Um, nah, Elon, (laughs) if he's quirky, I like him.
0: Would you rather ride in a hot air balloon or a helicopter?
1: Hot air balloon. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hot air balloon. I don't like the smell of kerosene. Um, some ptsd from some sailing when somebody put a diesel in the tank of water oh. and water in the tank of diesel so we kind of stopped halfway between two pieces of land that you couldn't see and we got um we couldn't move And we kind of just drifted. So, yeah, a lot of PTSD. (laughs) (laughs) And the smell of diesel as the engine was stopping was horrendous.
0: Oh, so strong too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I don't like small planes since then because they really, really smell of kerosene slash diesel or any, you know, petroleum product. Um, Imagine sunrise in hot air balloon.
0: In this mountains. and
1: Above some mountains and, Mm. you know, savannas in Africa. Oh, yeah.
0: Very aesthetic. (laughs) (laughs) We have unfortunately now reached the end. It is a short one. But before we go, I have to announce the answer to the trivia question. Earlier in the episode, I asked, what is the smallest planet within our solar system? Deep within space in our solar system is a planet, the smallest planet. If you guess Mercury then a pat on the back to you (laughs) thank you miss williams for joining me
1: completely forgot about that one (laughs) because it's so small (laughs) it's tiny yeah you're welcome thank you for having me
0: no worries at all for more content be sure to favorite our page add us to your library and listen out for more fresh content fortnightly. my name is declan and thank you for listening to student view developed by students for the OBC community